It's time for Ultimate Bass, your all-bass fishing radio show. For the next hour, Ultimate Bass will take you fishing around the country and across the street in pursuit of America's favorite game fish. Ultimate Bass puts you in the boat with the world's best bass anglers and tournament pros, bringing you the latest in tackle, techniques, technology, and just plain talk. And now, here's the host of Ultimate Bass, tournament pro Kent Brown. Chris is laughing at me. I didn't even have the microphone spun around here. Hey, it's one of those mornings, Chris. It's Saturday. It is Saturday morning, May the twenty first. I was looking over. I was looking over the Bass Angler of the Year points and the uh, FLW tournament. I was looking at both of them and didn't even realize that uh, I didn't have my microphone spun around here. It is Saturday morning, May the twenty first, and uh, all the guys are. Uh, Probably headed to uh, Lake Oroville or, or uh, should be at Lake Oroville for the future Pro Tour. Going to be a big tournament up there. And uh, we're going we're gonna to bounce around a little bit today. We've got a big weekend coming up next weekend. We've got, uh, we've got Memorial Day weekend, a three-day holiday. Everybody's ready to go fishing, but where should they go? Well, we're hopefully going to get you all lined out on where you should be fishing Memorial Day weekend. We're going to be uh, kind of bouncing around a little bit. We're going to go down to the Delta. We'll be talking to Andy Kachia a little bit later. Cooch is going to get us all lined out on... Uh, the Yamamoto Open, what baits you should be fishing, what uh, they're biting on, and uh, what you should be doing down on the California Delta. And we're also going to uh, go up to Clear Lake. It's behind. It's behind schedule maybe up to a month. But uh, we're going to go check in with Clear Lake Guide Services, Ross England today. Ross is going to give us a little bit of a rundown and tell us uh, what's happening up at Clear Lake. You know, with uh, with gas at $4 a gallon, it's kind of hard to just jump in the truck and run to Clear Lake to see what's going on. So it'll help. Uh, hopefully we'll uh, we'll get y'all lined out. Great place to maybe spend a couple of days uh, next weekend for the long weekend as well, or uh, uh, any time in the near future. Clearlex should be uh, should be busted wide open. Fishing should be good um, up there. The FLW tour has made their fourth stop on the Red River uh, in Louisiana, and they are uh, man, they've been fighting big waters, and uh, we weren't even sure they were going to pull this tournament off. They had canceled the Red. Well, what last year they canceled the Red was the first tournament of the year. Um, due to high water, and it was uh, above those levels at this time. Um, but then they uh, then they pulled the pulled the event off, and uh, it's gonna gonna be a pretty good tournament for the West Coast guys. John Cox from Florida leading the tournament, kind of an unknown uh, pro in Florida. He's running uh, running an aluminum boat and getting back into a uh, the waters that the guys can't get their big boats into. So he's uh, he's running a uh, about a seventeen foot aluminum, sixteen seventeen foot aluminum little. Uh, little small motor on it and uh, getting into some of the backwaters. The story behind uh, uh, that tournament back there, though, is a couple of our West Coast guys. Brent Ayler in second. Man, Ayler seems to catch him no matter where he goes. Uh, Ayler in second. He's got 21.06, two days. Weights are way down. Uh, Mike Reynolds from Modesto making the uh, fourth consecutive check in the uh, FLW Tour this year. Reynolds in third. He's having a great tournament as well back there. Reynolds was in second on day one, 13-15. Tough day two for Reynolds. Five for six ten, um, but we caught up with Mikey last night. You guys will hear uh, from Mike Reynolds and uh, give us a little rundown on what he's doing at uh, at the uh, Red River back there at the FLW Tour. Gary Yamamoto doing well. Yamamoto in sixth. Uh, we go down. There's a couple other Western guys doing pretty well there. Um, gosh, Kevin Hawk who won uh, Forest Wood Cup just a couple of years ago. He's in seventeenth. John Strelick in twelfth. Um, from San Diego. So a few of our Western guys having good tournaments and uh, uh, Western guys on the co-angler side doing well. Um, J.R. Wright, gosh, he's uh, he's in fifth having another good tournament. Billy DeHart uh, from uh, the Bay Area. Billy in uh, fourth, he's having a, a good tournament down there as well. And um, several of our uh, of our co-anglers from California, I think, making the top 20 cut. So um, good to see uh, good to see all those guys fishing down there. Man, I spent the day yesterday at... Uh, Bullard's Bar, fishing the CBC Regional Tournament, and just took an absolute club. And that place is either the best spot of bass fishery or the worst spot of bass fishery. I, I couldn't figure it out, man. We had some great weights, a lot of good fish caught, um, a lot of 17 to 20 pound bags. Man, I uh, I was uh, I was off of them from the moment I put the boat in the water up there. So not sure. Uh, Still not sure what happened on that one. Couldn't get out of there fast enough. The only guy that uh, wanted out of there faster than me was Richard Dobbins, and he uh, drove my truck up the launch ramp to get to his truck faster. So we uh, taillights over the hill up there. It was uh, yeah. Some days you get them, 
Some days you don't. Hey, last uh, Tuesday, we did the uh, Ultimate Bash University class at Gone Fishing Marine and uh, had Lawrence night. Want to thank Ken Surrett and uh, Scott Fordyce from coming in from Lawrence and uh, as well want to thank all of you guys that showed up, brought your HDS units in for an upgrade. That was kind of cool and uh, got an opportunity to hang out, learn a little bit about your HDS units and uh, how they operate and what you need to do with them. That was kind of a, a great opportunity to get a chance to hang out down there, a hundred anglers showed up Tuesday night at uh, Gone Fishing Marine. It was uh, one of our biggest classes in our second year anniversary, basically starting the uh, Ultimate Bash University class. The thing just gets bigger and bigger, and uh, it's a lot of fun. Thanks to uh, Mark Blanton and and uh, Karina and the entire crew down there at uh, Gone Fishing Marine, and did a great job um, getting us lined out. Hey, uh, Tuesday nights not only for uh, Ultimate Bash University, but every Tuesday night, Gone Fishing is going to be open till nine o'clock. Um, so if you have an opportunity to uh, get your boat in for service or you need to get down there and pick your boat up because you had some service or uh, you need to pick up some uh, outboard oil, they're going to have special prices on mercury oil on uh, Tuesday nights from 6 to 9. They're going to have uh, pro staff guys in there, you know, talking, fishing, uh, helping guys out. It's just going to be uh, an opportunity if your uh, week is so hectic that you can't get in there with your uh, with the normal schedule when they close at uh, 530. You can get in there on Tuesday nights open till 9 o'clock. Gone Fishing Marine. We'll be talking a little bit about some other stuff coming up down there um, as well. So we'll uh, we'll let you know. Hey, got a call yesterday from Gene Buholtz, the hook, line, and sinker. And uh, the big Yamamoto Open is coming to the California Delta. And that's coming up June 4th and 5th. Buholtz called me, just wanted me to let wanted me to let you guys know that he got 20 cases of Yamamoto product in the other day. And uh, not only, you know, not only all the cool plastics as Cinco's and swimming Cinco's and you know, all the baits you need to fish down there on the Delta with. But, you know, a lot of the baits from Yamamoto that a lot of folks aren't uh, aware that they have. And he's got uh, spinner baits, buzz baits, poppers, uh, all their hard baits, all the uh, uh, all the baits that uh, maybe your guys aren't used to fishing with Yamamoto. So if you want to uh, get down there and make sure you have your full tackle box stock for the Yamamoto Open Hook, Line, and Sinker is going to be the place. Um, Thursday, coming up this Thursday, Fisherman's Warehouse in Sacramento. Uh, they're going to have Gary Dobbins there. So Gary will be uh, hanging out down there talking all the stuff for the Yamamoto Open. So a great opportunity to get down there as well and uh, catch up with Gary. That's going to be uh, going to be a lot of fun. Hey, the Bassmaster Tournament last year or last week uh, wrapped up and uh, season standings. The big show, Terry Scroggins, on top of the heap, 1,490 points. But just... Uh, well, just about 19 points behind him. Uh, this guy, better watch out for him with a couple of tournaments left. KVD, Kevin Van Dam in second. Alton Jones in third. He was the leader going into uh, the last event. He slipped a little bit. Third, Edwin Evers in fourth. Steve Kennedy in fifth. Davey Height in sixth. Ott Defoe, uh, he's kind of setting the, the rookie deal on uh, uh, unreachable. He'll definitely be the rookie of the year this year. Ott Defoe will. Um, and then, uh, then our, our lone Western guy in the top 10, Fred Rambanis. Freddie is, uh, in eighth right now. So, uh, looking pretty good. Um, several of the Western guys in the classic cut now, as we speak, uh, Jared Lintner in 15th, Jared having a good year. Remember he missed the classic by one spot last year and, uh, did, couldn't even sneak in with uh, a double qualifier through the open. So, uh, that was a tough one for, uh, for Jared. Aaron Martin's in 22nd, Aaron having, uh, Aaron having a pretty good year back there as well but uh, man the story is uh, story is not our guys that are uh, in the cut for the classic it's uh, it's going farther down the list and uh, some of the names and some of the guys that you got to look out for and uh, and kind of watch ish monroe sitting dead on in 50th place right now in the point standings currently not in the bass masters classic um, going down a little farther gary klein in 60th john murray in 64th in the point standings remember they've only got what two more events left um going to be pretty tough for these guys to get in skeet in 67th place so a tough one for skeet he's going to need to win one of these next two events to make it in to the bass master classic so uh, bass uh bass is uh just different this year different uh different tournaments different lakes different uh uh, man, a little bit of different everything. So, uh, but we'll uh, we'll be watching that one um, as well. We've got uh, a lot coming up. We're gonna, uh, like I say, we're gonna jump around and uh, talk to some of the guys and find out where you should be fishing on the upcoming holiday weekend. And uh, before we do that, though, we're gonna take our first set of breaks. When we get back, 
We're going to hang out with Mike Reynolds a little bit. We caught up with Mike last night on the Red River in Louisiana as Mike was uh, getting his tackle ready. Third place currently at the FLW Tour Red River. So stick around, guys. We're going to be hanging out with Stratus Boats, Modesto, California's Mike Reynolds. Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. We'll be right back. Hey, for years, our friends at High's Tackle Box in San Francisco have been your saltwater headquarters. Well, now they want you to know they're your bass fishing headquarters as well. Located on 40 Chestnut Avenue in South San Francisco, High's Tackle Box has everything you need. Rods, reels, hard-to-find tackle, and those hard-to-find swim baits, and all the baits coming over from the big pond. High's Tackle Box has everything you need for bass fishing along with everything you need for saltwater fishing and anywhere else in the world, too. You guys can go down to the store, 40 Chestnut Avenue in San Francisco, or you can order it online at highstackleboxshop.com. Lawrence Electronics is the world leader in design and manufacturing of high-quality sport fishing sonar and GPS units. And their new high-definition systems are state-of-the-art and light years ahead of the competition. If you want the highest-definition broadband fish-finding capabilities available, you need a Lawrence. Less noise, more targets, crystal clear clarity, incredible shallow and deep water performance, and expandability at no extra cost. With 45 years manufacturing experience, Lowrance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate in high-performance features at competitive prices. Check out the new state-of-the-art high-definition system of sonar and GPS mapping electronics at your favorite tackle store or on the web at Lowrance.com. Hi, Seth Hendrickson from California Sportsman here with a fishing tip. Having trouble catching stripers? Try bright orange crankbaits. And speaking of bright orange, big bulky orange life jackets are a thing of the past. Today's life jackets are lightweight, comfortable, and even made specifically for anglers with lots of pockets for things like, well, bright orange crankbaits. A life jacket can save your life, but only if you wear it. So here's another tip. If you use a boat to fish, wear it, California. This message brought to you by the United States Coast Guard and the California Department of Boating and Waterways. You have seen it on TV. You have seen it on magazine covers. And you have seen Bassmaster Classic champions wearing it. What is Bassaholics? Bassaholics is lifestyle apparel that identifies you as an addictive Bassaholic. Bassaholics is what all the top pro anglers are wearing when they aren't getting paid for the logo on their shirt. More than just t-shirts and hats. Bassaholics has a complete lineup of jackets, hoodies, long and short sleeve shirts, hats and other great products like wraps for your iPhone, tournament jerseys and more. Stop by your local dealer today or visit them at Bassaholics.com and upgrade your fishing and lifestyle wardrobe. If you're an addictive trophy hunter or just catch 12 inches, you're a bassaholic. The following is a true story from San Bernardino County Sheriff's Deputy Greg Blair. A boat was traveling less than five miles an hour. A family was on board. When they finally arrived at their destination, they didn't realize that the five-year-old had fallen overboard, and he uh, eventually floated, but that's the only way that we were able to locate him. Nine out of ten drowning victims each year were not wearing a life jacket including this five-year-old. If it's your boat, it's your responsibility. A message from the California Department of Boating and Waterways. And now, back to Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. Hey, guys, this week, like we told you, the FLW Tours making their fourth stop the Red River, Louisiana, it was a big question mark whether they were even going to get to fish. They've already had one tournament canceled this year due to high water on Table Rock. They've pulled the Red River tournament off. The river's receding, but it is at flood stages, and the guys in the west are kicking butt again. He was second after day one, third going into uh, day three. Yeah, Brent Ayler's in second, but Ayler gets plenty of love. We're going to our buddy from Modesto, California, our old buddy, Mike Reynolds. Reynolds, you're in third, two days, 2009. What do you know about fishing in a flooded river? Let me tell you, Ken, it's something else. This place is, uh, we know chocolate. This place, they named it the Red River for a reason. It is blowing some serious mud. Uh, I just got away from the dirty water, went back in some backwater, found some cypress stumps, and picked up a spinnerbait and went to work, and that's kind of pretty basic uh, had a special day the first day. Today I survived. But uh, just getting away from that muddy water. And uh, what do I know about a flooded river? Kind of how to get lucky. <laughs> <laughs> well, day one, obviously, 13, 15, 
Um, you were in second. Day two, a little tougher, five for six, ten. Um, obviously, the bite is tough. I mean, 20, 28 pounds after two days leading a, a, an FLW tournament is pretty low weights. And, and uh, this guy, John Cox from Florida, leading the tournament, running an aluminum boat, getting back into some areas that uh, the guys can't get into with a, with a standard bass boat, correct? Yeah, correct, and he's going to be hard to beat. He's getting into, uh, you know, like I say, getting away from that real muddy water, getting back into a little clear water pond, and it sounds like he's having a lot of fun. His no-boater had a good limit, and he had a good limit, and they're, they're back to the weigh-in area by 11 o'clock. So if the water if the water drops and maybe he can't get in, the rest of us might have a chance. Other than that, it sounds like this is pretty much a, a walk for him. But, hey, second place looks pretty good, so it's a, it's a tight race. You'll, you know, you can see this uh, – the weights. I mean, between second and twentieth, I think there's only a three-pound gap. So it's going to be interesting for second. First kind of looks like it might be out of reach. Yeah, first, uh, first is going to be a stretch. Obviously, you're going to need uh, some bigger bags. But you know, looking down, we've got a couple of other Western guys as well. John Strelick from uh, El Cajon. He's uh, he's made the cut, and, and uh, always good to see him. Kevin Hawk, the former FLW Force Wood Cup uh, champion, he's uh, also made the cut. A few of the guys uh, had a tough tournament. Some of the guys. Uh, Justin Lucas, Brett Height, some of those guys that were around you in the point standings going into this one um, had a little tough tournament on the Red River. You're going to pick up a bunch of points. Yeah, you know, that's what it's all about, Ken. Everybody everybody knows, but we're fishing to make the, the Forest Wood Cup. We fish for that half a million, you know, that, uh, that big prize. And uh, not only, you know, approximately maybe seventh to fifth in the points, but uh, it's the spread between 30th. You know, I think I'm going to have 100 to 100 point, 110 point spread between that, that key 30th spot. So gives you a little room to work, and, uh, you know, that's the goal. Uh, cast a check in all four tournaments this year, fishing great, having a blast out here. Didn't expect a whole lot at the Red River, and sure enough, threw that spinnerbait up on a little grassy bank and a five-pound, two-ounce bass ate it, and uh, that's kind of what got me where I'm at. But, uh, you know, much rather be lucky than good. Uh, it was big fish for the first day, so it was pretty cool. Yeah, you take those lucky bites when they come. Now, now you're talking about the point spread to 30th and just getting into the to the Forest Wood Cup, but you've got to be looking at the point spread towards first as well, and uh, and that angle of your title, because I know if you could put something together in these next few events and, and wind up taking home that angler of the year title, that's a big deal for Mike Reynolds. That'd be huge. You know, Kent, uh, on the West, everybody kind of knows I've been doing this a long time, and I've won a couple of Iowa Cups. I've won uh, the West Coast Angler of the Year and quite a few smaller Angler of the Year. So I've done it, uh, you know, and I know what it takes, and it's a hundred grand for Angler of the Year. So you're right. I'm looking at that. You know, it might be a little bit of a stretch, but I'm fishing really good right now, and it's you know, get a couple of key bites and a couple of guys have a couple of tough tournaments. You never know. But, you know, we're talking about David Dudley and uh, Brent Erler. So, exactly. Tough, tough guys to pass. But, yeah. hey, I'll go down swinging. You know that. Yeah, there's there's no question about that. Well, you're throwing a spinnerbait, and I think a lot of us probably figured you had a flipping stick in your hand back there. But, uh, but you're throwing a spinnerbait. Also, probably one of your favorite things to do. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, it's been a while, to be honest with you, since I've had a spinnerbait bite like this. But the flip bite, the fish are suspended. You know, I'm fishing shallow water stumps, uh, cypress stumps that are, like, cut off from, I guess they fell over in the in the past. But the fish are not on the bottom. They want something swimming. I think some of them are garden fry. I think the fish spawned a while back. And, uh, you know, the flip bite, I did get one key fish flipping the first day, but that's the only bite I've had flipping. I've caught eight to ten keepers both days. And every one of them but one has been on the spinnerbait. That's a little 3-8 chartreuse, a little Colorado blade, typical dirty water scenario. And uh, I just don't think that, you know, they're, they're not on the bottom. And I think if you look at most of the guys, uh, they're throwing some kind of moving bait, you know, chatterbait, spinnerbait, crankbait, something like that. There'll be a couple guys flipping, but uh, they're in the special spots. You're, you're just covering a lot of water. Now, are you able to get into your area tomorrow in your big boat, in your Stratus? Yeah, oh, absolutely. No problems there. It's dropping a little bit. It's actually helping me because it's pulling them out. It's making my spot a little smaller, but we'll have less boat pressure tomorrow, so the fish should be a little more isolated, and it's uh, not a problem getting in. I'm uh, making a short run. I'm running about five miles downriver, uh, cutting into a little backwater, and, you know, the, the water dropping is kind of pulling some of the fish out of the trees. I think it's actually going to help me for numbers on bites. Now, to get those big bites, that was, uh, 
No, I, I practiced for three days, Canton. I, I think I seen seven or eight keepers in three days. So, you know, it was uh, it was a special day on on uh, Thursday. It really was. It was pretty neat. Well, it came on the right day too, and uh, and and you know when you can put them together on game day, that always helps. And um, this is what your third top twenty cut this year, correct? Uh, second, I missed Beaver by by three spots, two top twenties, and uh, just out, and then uh, then uh, inside the top fifty. So two top twenties. Looking top for 20s. that first, looking for that first top ten. I want to take that uh, FLW rap boat into some of these stumps. Can't I'm bouncing off stuff that uh, <laughs> it's uh, I, there's nothing back home that can explain the amount of wood and stumps that we have to bounce off of just to get to these backwaters. What's really cool is well. You can call it cool, but you can see where you're going right there, and it can take you 15 minutes to get there just bouncing off all the stuff you're going in there. So be nice to get that top 10 and take one of their boats into some of that stuff. Exactly, exactly. And uh, you know what? You don't have to clean it up or fix the scratches if you do it to their boats. Right, and if you get stuck, you know they'll come get you. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. All right, well, I'm going to go out on a limb here, okay? Guys, the one thing when I, when I watch the FLW tour – that I really like kicking the computer on, watching the weigh-in, checking the standings, and and seeing Reynolds doing good, and seeing Reynolds in the top 20, and making cuts, and cashing checks, because I know it's tough back there. The one thing that bothers me is seeing a guy with Mike Reynolds' caliber in a T-shirt from his local marine dealer, because we can't get anybody else in this industry to support a guy like Mike. This is not a guy that's been to the FLW Tour one year and he's having four good tournaments. This is a guy that's been to the Bassmasters Classic five times. He's, you know, been to the Red Man All-American. He's won the West Coast Bass Classics. He's won the One Bass Tournaments. He's won the Daiwa Cups. He's won all these things. But we need to start a campaign to get some sponsors behind you. Sounds good to me, Ken. You know, you you know me well, and, you know, I've, I've played this game a long time, and I've played it right. And, uh, uh, you know, taking a break, though, for a couple of years, you know, Grandma had the stroke, and I pulled out for a couple of years, and uh, that kind of set me back a little bit. And uh, it's hard to, you know, with the economy the way it is, it's just hard to get uh, get some help. And you're not kidding. I'd sure like to have some help. Maybe I make the Forestwood Cup do good this year, and, you know, if things start falling my way, I can get a couple of sponsors, you know, to help me out a little bit. But, well, yeah, you're right. It's tough. I'm doing it on my own. You are doing it on your own. And Bill Donaleski from Bob's Marine has uh, has always stood behind you, and Bill's Bill's obviously been a big supporter of yours. Without Bill, I wouldn't be here. He's got this stratos for me. He came off the showroom floor. He made sure I had a boat. And uh, without Bob's Marine, I would not be here, Ken. He absolutely has stood behind me, and he's he's a good friend, and he's, he's the reason I'm here. Yeah, and he picks on you. But I think he uh, yeah. figures he can he can do that, guys. Yeah, the, F- up on me a little bit. the FLW <laughs> tour, the Red River. Uh, where's next? You got to go back. Uh, uh, you guys aren't going to Table Rock, so what, what do you have left? Well, we've got Kentucky Lake, which is the regular supposed to be the finishing tournament. So we got Kentucky Lake in three weeks, and then uh, middle of July we had the Pickwick, which I've never been on. Sounds like a heck of a lot of fun, though, a lot of bass and. Uh, and, that, and that's the story. So we've got two, you know, post-spawn, summertime, uh, kind of ledge lakes, which you know, we don't have a whole lot of ledge fishing other than Bass Alley. That's the only one I can really think of out there. In right, way. So, right. Yeah, that kind of stuff. But, uh, hey, two good lakes with a lot of bass, and I'm looking forward to it. You know, this was the one I was a little worried about. We, You know, everybody knows that I've done All-Americans and stuff on the Arkansas River, and that helped me a lot. You know, I came in here thinking, keep it basic, keep it simple, and heck, I'm throwing a spinner bait, and that's getting it done. Reynolds, do you ever go anywhere that you don't keep it basic, keep it simple? That's been your your seminar topics for years. It's been everything you've done is keep it basic. Absolutely, and it works. And you know what? Don't make them any smarter than they really are, and don't tell a bass where he's not supposed to be. That's about all I can say. And, and do you have all your tackle in one compartment in your Stratus, or has it expanded out to the second compartment yet? It's in the second compartment and in the back of the truck, actually, Kent, but there's not a whole lot. You know what? It's all there just for looks, I think, because I always go back to the same old stuff. I'm either pitching a jig with super pork on it, throwing a little spinnerbait, or, you know, like you say, keep it basic, keep it simple, and go out there and have some fun, man. 
Guys, he's fishing for $100,000. Uh, two days, he's made the top 20 cut. Got to be in the top 10 cut to fish on Sunday. Keep an eye on it, flwoutdoors.com. You guys can keep an eye on the way in. The daily weigh-ins are uh, live, broadcasted right there on the FLW website. And uh, you guys can also catch the FLW TV show on the Versus Network. And uh, it's always fun, buddy. Always fun to catch up with you. And, um, man, we're proud of you. And uh, your West Coast fan club is uh, happy to see you where you're at in point standings, buddy. Yeah, I appreciate all of them. And, you know, the phone's been blowing up. It's been a lot of fun. So uh, I'm going out there, and it's for the West, man. It's for everybody that's ever fished with me and all my buddies and guys like you that, you know, been doing it with me for 20 years. And, you know, I'd love to bring one home. So here we go. Tomorrow's another day. Open mind, going fishing, going to have some fun. There you go, buddy. Have you? Th- are you going to have to call and give Ski to Pep Talk yet? <laughs> no, I'm not going to go there. You're not going You're, you're not going to call no, him yet? He's having one bad year. He'll be back next year. You know he's going to come back strong, with, you know, on fire. So We don't have to worry right. about him too much? No, I don't think we do. He, he's probably doing okay. I bet he's beating himself up a little bit, but uh, Skeet's going to be uh, right back on top come next year. You know that, Kim. Well, look on the bright side, buddy. You were just uh, you were just a place or two away from uh, having to fish with J.R. Wright or uh, Billy DeHart. You got lucky. Uh, I'm not going to go there, but... Uh, Copy that, over. There you go, buddy. Mike Reynolds, guys, FLW Tour, Red River, third place. Mikey, good luck, buddy, and uh, we'll, be watching the, we'll be watching the results this weekend. Okay, Ken. Good talking with you. Thanks, Mike. Yep. Now it's time for the Ultimate Bass Pro Tip of the Week, brought to you by Gone Fisher Marine and Mercury-Powered Nitro Boats. With 14 different bottles to choose from, Nitro and Gone Fish and Marine have the perfect bass boat for your needs. From the 17-foot 482 to the all-new Superfast Z9, powered by Mercury's new 250 Pro XS, you know Nitro has the boat for you. Gone Fish and Marine and Nitro invite you to ignite your passion. With 360 degrees of performance, more boat for your money, custom match trailers, no haggle, no hassle pricing. It's time you stepped up to a Mercury-powered Nitro. And now, here's your pro tip of the week. Hey, guys, on my uh, get-my-butt-kick drive home yesterday from party or from uh, Bullard's Bar, I noticed one thing. It looks like uh, the recreation uh, boating season is underway. Everybody had a boat behind them as they were uh, headed up towards Collins and Orville and Bullard's and Camp Far West and all the lakes going up Highway 65. So I uh, just wanted to remind everybody, um, as you guys will hear on uh, – Ultimate Bass and on California Sportsman, the Wear California campaign commercials are back. And uh, Sepp and I and uh, Gary Dobbins and uh, several others are back uh, doing commercials and being the spokesperson for the Wear California campaign. And uh, like always, uh, we're urging you to wear your life jacket. So uh, make sure that you have those uh, life jackets and kill switches hooked up. Um, bass guys, I know you're not always going to fish with it on. But uh, at least make sure every time you fire that outboard up that you have that uh, that life jacket on. It's uh, It will definitely save you. Hey, Gone Fish and Marine, next Saturday they have their big swap meet going on, the third annual swap meet. And uh, this year, a little bit different. What they want you to do is uh, call ahead, reserve a space, and uh, let them know if you can bring a table down. They're going to be doing it outside, inside. You can set your own booth up, price your own product. And, uh, yeah, Mark's not even going to take a cut of the action this year. He just wants everybody to come down and hang out and uh, sell, you know, any of your old stuff, any of the stuff that you might have in your uh, uh, tackle box or in your boat or in your garage that you're not using anymore. You can turn it into cash. Who knows? You might even make uh, – you might have enough stuff in your garage like SEP does. You'll be able to buy a new boat at Gone Fishing Marine. So uh, come on down. Uh, give them a call this week. Let them know you're coming. But next Saturday, the big swap meet going on. And uh, every Tuesday night, Gone Fishing Marine is going to be open until 9 o'clock. They've got specials on Optimax oil. So save your Optimax jugs. You can come down and uh, buy your uh, oil in bulk. So it's a great opportunity to save a little bit of money. Guys, that's your pro tip of the week. Gone Fish and Marine is one of the largest full-service dealers around, featuring the full line of mercury-powered nitro bass boats. Gone Fishing has a huge selection of electronics, boating accessories, parts, and an impressive tackle shop, along with professional, factory-trained, and certified mechanics. Ready for a new mercury-powered nitro? They're just off I-80 in Dixon on North Lincoln Street and never too far from your favorite fishing hole. Check them out on the web at gfmarine.com or give them a toll-free call at 877-305-7538. Gone Fishing Marine, your authorized nitro boats dealer. 
You can fish with the same rods as champion angler Gary Dobbins. And now you may be fishing from the same Ranger Evan route Gary fishes out of as well. That's right, Dobbins Rods is giving away a top-of-the-line Ranger Z521, powered by an Evan Rude 250 E-Tech, Minn Kota, and Humminbird Electronics, just like Gary's boat. And all you have to do is purchase a Dobbins Rod or give one of the participating dealers demo rods a try, and then you can enter. The Dobbins Rods Ranger Evan Rude giveaway is going on now. For more information and contest rules, check out DobbinsRods.com or visit your local Dobbins Rods dealer, and you might be towing away a new Ranger boat or one of the other great prizes. Dobbins Rods. Where fishing is more than just a hobby. Kent Brown here from Ultimate Bass. If you know how to read the water, it's a lot easier to find the fish. But reading the water won't give you any warning of a boating accident. And when accidents happen, it's usually too late to reach for a life jacket. That's why it's a great idea to wear a life jacket whenever you're using your boat. Today's life jackets are lightweight, comfortable, and they don't get in the way of finding those fish. So wear it, California. This message brought to you by the United States Coast Guard and the California Department of Boating and Waterways. Do you have that old favorite lure in your tackle box that always catches fish? We all do. Chances are that lure is made from one of the many companies at Pradco. With brands like Rebel, Hedden, Bomber, Cordell, Smithwick, Arbogast, Excalibur, Booyah, and Yum, now every lure in your tackle box is a fish catcher. There are many new models and colors, as well as your old favorites, from top waters like the Hedden Super Spook to the Yum brand of soft plastics. The fish-catching lures from Pradco are proven tournament winners at affordable prices. You can see the complete line at LureNet.com or visit your favorite tackle store. With Pradco brand baits, you won't need to be lucky. Hey, you looking for a fishing getaway that won't cost a fortune in gas? Party Lake Rec- Recreation Area is the place, located 30 miles southeast of Sacramento. Party Lake is one of the most beautiful facilities in the motherlode, and the best thing is it's a fishing lake. No jet skis or wakeboarders make it a quiet fishing getaway. Party Lake owns the state record smallmouth bass, and double-digit largemouth fall victim to swim baits every week. If you're chasing bass, trout, kokanee, catfish, or bluegill, you're sure to hook up at Party Lake. Party stocks thousands of catchable trout each month. A six-lane boat ramp, fish cleaning station, marina, tackle shop, boat rentals, fuel and a well-stocked store as well as newly remodeled coffee shop has everything you need. If your weekend getaway calls for more than just fishing, Jackson Rancheria Casinos just minutes away with top-name entertainment, casino gaming, and five-star hotel accommodations. And your Jackson Rancheria Dreamcatcher card will reward you with VIP treatment, rooms, meals, and more. So the next time you're looking for a weekend getaway that won't break the bank, head out to Pardee Lake Recreation Area and Jackson Rancheria Hotel and Casino and catch a dream. To stop the spread of Kaga mussels, Party Lake requires your boat to be clean and dry and will be inspected at the ramp. Hey, if you haven't been in the Sportsman's Warehouse in Rockland for a while, we've got a great excuse for you to get in there. Coming up June 18th from 9 to 2, the Summer Fishing Expo at Sportsman's Warehouse. As the summer months roll on, fishermen head to their lakes and rivers hunting bass of all kinds, and they're doing Bassapalooza. Sip loves that event. It's always a big Big time set, Bassapalooza. They're going to have the hunt for big river stripers, best methods for big numbers of bass, pros pointers on Berryessa and Folsom, and how to put your kids on fish. Sportsman's Warehouse, they're fully stocked with all the brands you need, like Lucky Craft, Yozuri, Rapala, Owner, Bill Lewis, Bomber, Lure Jensen, Hedden, Strike King, and their great wall of plastics includes Berkeley, RoboWorm, Yamamoto, Zoom, True Tungsten, Huddleston's Pro, Talon, and more. They carry a complete line of electronics and marine accessories. Check them out at sportsmanswarehouse.com for more information or directions. Open seven days a week, Fridays and Saturdays till 9. Sportsman's Warehouse, 6640 Lone Tree Boulevard in Rockland, Bassapalooza, June 18th. Mark your calendars. And now, back to Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. Hey guys, if you uh, jump on the pages of westernbass.com, I had to do this so Wayne didn't have to listen to the whole show at westernbass.com. And Because Wayne, if I don't do my little westernbass.com plug, see Wayne calls in and goes, you didn't do your westernbass.com plug. So Wayne, at uh, let's see, going in, it's uh, 5.33 in the uh, show. Wayne, your, uh, your, your westernbass.com plug. Now nah, you guys jump on there now. You'll, uh, you'll actually see... Uh, the the new on the forum pages and the tournament report pages, uh, Ultimate Bass Radio has an ad on westernbass.com. You can click on that link, and we'll keep you up to date on some of the things we've got going from Ultimate Bass University, any of the events that we're doing. 
um, any of the things that we uh, we've got running around, and and uh, you'll be seeing the uh, the logo pop up as well coming up uh, in other places like uh, Western Outdoor News and One Bass. So I'm trying to get the word out, trying to uh, let everybody know where the archive shows are, and that you can listen on iTunes, and that you can become our friend on the Facebook page, uh, Ultimate Bass Radio Show as well. Hey, big weekend coming up next weekend. You know, Memorial Day weekend kind of uh, for a lot of anglers. You know, not not really the bass fishermen, but for a lot of anglers, Memorial Day weekend kind of kicks off the fishing camping boating season and uh, where are you gonna go man we're we're a month behind we're uh, we're late we're fishing's okay but we're gonna transition I think from uh, winter to summer I don't know that we're gonna have too much of a spring uh, I think we may have missed spring but you know the funny part is is, is clear like you know with the uh, Everything going on up at Clear Lake, um, you know, Canocti Resort closed a couple of years ago, and, and they don't have uh, the concerts. They don't have a lot of the reasons that a lot of uh, folks used to venture off to Clear Lake and go. If you're not a bass fisherman, um, heck, there's not a lot of reason to get up there. But there's great wineries. Uh, there's great places to stay. It's beautiful up there this time of year, and it's the best bass fishery in the country. My favorite place to go bass fishing, without a doubt, is Clear Lake. And I thought, gosh, you know, the weekend coming up, what a great opportunity maybe to uh, get some folks tuned in to go into Clear Lake, and there's nobody better on that lake than our old friend from the Clear Lake Guide Service, Ross England, and so I decided we would hook up with Ross this morning to find out uh, just how far how far behind is Clear Lake. Good morning, Ross England. Good morning, my good buddy. How you doing this Good, morning? man. Well, how far behind is Clear Lake? Well, just like you said, it's running about three to four weeks behind. Where uh, Yesterday was the third day in a row that I saw morning water temperatures above 60 degrees. It's May. I mean, is it? Have you? I mean, it's May. I, you know, I launched my boat at Bullard's the other day on uh, on uh, Thursday afternoon about twelve o'clock. I put the boat in the water and it was fifty nine degrees. And I'm thinking, it's May, guys. You know, it's just, it's nuts. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you what. It's the last two springs have been rough. It's like spring just doesn't exist. It goes from winter to summer. Yeah, it looks like it's going to happen here again in the next couple of weeks. Well, one thing we've uh, we have already had a wave or two of spawns up at Clear Lake, though, and and they've had very successful spawns on the lake, haven't they? Yes, absolutely. They're uh, just because we couldn't see them doesn't mean that they weren't spawning. I actually uh, had a client catch a bed fish and look at the temperature gauge fifty four point seven. So that answered one of my questions about whether or not they wait to spawn or not. Yeah, I think they go more on calendar. I think they go more on calendar. They go more on moon phases than water temperature. You know, I mean. Yeah, this last week has probably been the best numbers week that we've had in in probably three or four weeks. Mm-hmm. You know, we've um, a couple of the guides are still fishing with live bait, but I've pretty much transitioned over just to artificials, and you know, we're averaging about fourteen to eighteen fish a day, and putting together twenty-two to twenty-four pound limits. I, I'm right. not sure that you can go anywhere else and do that. No, and the thing of it is, is, is you know, 14 to 18 fish a day. Not, you know, I was up there a few weeks ago when I when I talked to you, but you know, I mean, it's uh, it was it wasn't like fishing was wide open, you know, and you were really whacking them and catching a bunch. But man, when you got a bite, he was a good one. You know, they're good fish, four or I mean, five pounds, three and three quarter pounds. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and yet there's you know still that opportunity on clear like as always you know for some big fish. What you know obviously what are the techniques? What what we have fish in in all the stages I'm sure on clear like right now. There's uh, there's probably some post spawn fish. There's probably some spawners. There's probably even some pre spawn fish that that will actually go um, mid May and and there'll be a wave of fish I'm sure spawn in June and July up there. I think what's going on right now is this is. This week has been the first week that I've really seen a couple of the southern arms start to turn on. So, you know, what what's going on more than anything right now is just the rest of the lake is starting to get going. Starting to wake up, not just... Up on the upper end of the lake for the last two months. Yeah. And now the rest of it's kind of opening up. So, you know, you got, like you said, there's some... I think we're going to have spawning all the way through the first part of July this year, the way things are looking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we've got... I'm going to say the majority of fish right now are actually in spawn. There's probably a smaller percentage of them that have already spawned, and there's a whole bunch of pre-spawn fish still cruising around out there. Right, right. Good so, techniques. You know, the typical, look for look for a bigger fish with a swim bait by winging it around in some of the spawning kind of areas. We're doing most of our damage, though, with uh, 
you know, plastic worms in, in areas where we can see fish. Um, still the same old colors, margarita mutilator and, uh, you know, just the, the usual? Absolutely. Margarita mutilator. Uh, one of my favorites is oh, folks that special of robo worms. Um, but everything kind of has a purple tinge to it up there for that. You bet. The only the only uh, caveat to that is you can't you can never go wrong with oxblood. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oxblood's a good bait, and of course anybody who's sight fishing, white's always a great color. Sure, sure. You, you know, and, and I got to cover. I got to talk a little bit about this because it seems like every year, you know, the guys get uh, get going on the on the fo- the fishing forums and you know, Western Bass and places like that about uh, the pros and cons of uh, of bed fishing, sight fishing, catching the bass off the bed, and. Um, you know, the, the bass only in his lifetime only has to reproduce one young to replace himself. And, uh, and a lot of fishermen don't, uh, you know, don't realize that they think that, uh, you know, every, every little fry that is hatched is, uh, is going to grow up to be a 10 pounder and that's not the way it works. And if it was, you wouldn't even be able to walk down the launch ramp. They'd be eating you off the dock, but um, <laughs> Yeah, you know, so I mean that's it's it's how the whole ecosystem works and I think the one thing a lot of fishermen don't realize of places like Clear Lake is yeah, you can go down the bank and you can see fish spawning um you know on a walkway or a retaining wall, but there are so many fish on that lake that spawn out you know, not in the canals. They just spawn out in the lake and they spawn deep. And last year with all that clear water we had, I really saw the places, the numbers and and just how stinking many fish spawn in that lake at one time. Oh, it's amazing. You get into some of these clear water situations, and, and it blew me away the last couple of years in some of these clear water situations. There were fish spawning in places I had no clue. I mean, we're, you know, we're running around and fishing to the edges of the tules and whatnot, and you can go out 25 yards out in 8, 9, 10 feet of water out behind you, and there's beds out there. Right. Right. And going, holy cow, these fish are everywhere. Yeah. And that's the guy that says, well, I'm not a bed fisherman. I, I just don't believe in it. I'll just fish out in front of the tulies. <laughs> well, every one of those fish you're catching are on a bed. You know, they're just out in front of the tulies. Yeah, so. that's, that's the truth. And, I, you know, a lot of people don't understand that. And I think there's another aspect of, of sight fishing as well, and that's that, you know, people have a vision of somebody humped over a fish for an hour and a half and, Right. You know, I, I just don't play that game. My my game with that is really simple. You know, I make two or three casts. If they don't go, I go find another one. He swims off into the dark, and he doesn't come back to heck with him. If he comes out and tries to eat the trolling motor off the bow of the boat, he's probably catchable. That's a good sign. Yeah, yeah. He comes out and challenges the trolling motor prop. You go, I think I can catch this one. You know, yeah, I know. This, this one's coming in. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You know, the, the fishing those in proabs is when you turn to your partner and go, "Dude, you might want to get the net, okay? Because this is going to be quick." <laughs> that's, yeah, that's the truth. Yeah, this is going to be quick. Well, next weekend, you know, there's a, um, there's always bass fishermen going. Man, you know, we got a long weekend, man, extra day off on Monday or what have you, and, and we need to go fishing. Clear Lake, definitely, a, you know, time to get up there, and and uh, you know, there's there's been some rumblings about. Uh, you know, vehicle break-ins and all the other stuff. Clear Lake is still a great, safe place to go. It's a, you know, you can't be stupid. Don't leave your rods laying out on the deck of the boat. But um, that town you live in is, uh, you know, up there around Lakeport. Great opportunity. You can go up there and spend a few days and go fishing. Stay at the Skylark. You know, you've you've got tackle stores. You've got all that stuff right there. It's a great opportunity to get up and go fishing on the lake. Oh, yeah. I think the, the one thing you have to be careful of is it's that's how I, my wife and I ended up living up here, is on all holiday weekends like Memorial Days and Fourth of Julys and Labor Days and whatnot, I wouldn't go anywhere because it was just a zoo in the valley. Right. You know, any of the reservoirs were just, it was just a madhouse. So I came up here for the first time about 25 years ago on a Fourth of July weekend and thought, holy this this isn't even like a normal weekend at right. Pedro. Right, right. I mean, there's no fishing pressure up here right now at all. It's just amazing. There's just nobody here. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's fuel prices. It's, uh, you know, nobody really talking about how good Clear Lake is. And, yeah, there's tournaments up there. I, I heard somebody talking the other day that every day you're on Clear Lake, there is a bass tournament. Yeah, there is, you know, on the weekends, and it seems like. But, you know, a lot of those, they're drawing 20 boats. You know, 18 oh, yeah. boats, I mean, 15 boats. There's no like sucks up 80 boats like nobody's business. Oh, yeah. Uh, every day this week I've gone to the county park and launched 
I've been the only one there. When I come back in, there's usually one or two other rigs parked there. I hate I mean, you. There's just nobody here. I just don't even like you. You know that? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> you wake up every morning and, and get to go to the county park from your house is what, 300 yards? Yeah, um, well, yeah. yeah. I have a long commute. What can I say? Man, what can, what can I tell you? Well, you know, somebody's thinking, hey, they want to go to Clear Lake. And I did an article for uh, with Joel Shangle the other day talking about Clear Lake. And uh, I said Clear Lake is kind of the X Games of bass fishing. It's, uh, it's the greatest place in the world to go. But you better work on your technique, and you better be able to cast to put a bait where you want it and all those other things, but uh, how can somebody come up and kind of get lined out and go fishing with you uh, up at uh, up at Clear Lake? Well, the easiest thing to do is just either get online on my website at clearlakeguideservice.com or give me a call, 707-349-1427. And, you know, uh, there's times when we get hooked up, we're busy, uh, we always take care of people. You yep. find out a way to take care of them. We get a lot of phone calls just looking for places to stay and, you know, what what the bite is, what's going on. I think right now people just need to get up here and fish. Get up there, go fishing. The folks in Lake County need your money. Uh, get up there and go fishing, guys. It's the best bass fishery in the country, and every morning that I wake up, I try to figure out how I can go fishing on Clear Lake. So get up there and go. Uh, it's a great place. This is the time of year you need to be there. Go fishing. Uh, Clear Lake scares you. Go up there and spend a day with Ross England. He is absolutely the top guide on that lake. Buddy, appreciate it, and uh, as always, we'll be in touch. Thanks, Cam. Appreciate it. Have a good one. You bet, guys. Get out there and uh, and give Clear Lake a try. It'll be a great place to go on the long weekend. We're going to jump into a set of breaks. We'll uh, we'll, we'll come back. We're going to be talking a little Yamamoto Open with our old buddy Andy Kachia. Stick around, guys. Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. We'll be right back. If you're looking to buy a new Mercury-powered Triton boat or already own one, Gone Fishing in Dixon is your place to call home. From the aluminum VT-16 to the Tournament Top 21XS, Gone Fishing's lineup of Triton boats offers the most advanced design, ride, performance, and safety features in the industry. With Triton Gold Tournament bonuses and Gone Fishing's award-winning Mercury Premier Service Center by your side, the advantages to being a Triton boat owner were never greater. Visit us right off I-80 in Dixon as Gone Fishing Marine, Mercury Outboards, and Triton Boats bring you Ultimate Bass University, the third Tuesday of every month at 6.30. Find out more at GF Marine. Guns, fishing, and other stuff in Vacaville wants bass anglers to know they are your one-stop bass fishing superstore. No matter where you're headed, Guns, fishing, and other stuff has the largest selection of bass tackle, rods, reels, and electronics in the area. Not just a few lucky crafts, but hundreds of colors and sizes. And not just a couple of Pratco baits, they stock hundreds of your favorites and some new colors that soon will be your favorites. Soft plastics from all the big manufacturers, swim baits, terminal tackle, and all the rods and reels the pros use. Sure, they have guns and other stuff, but they should be called Guns Bass Fishing and Other Stuff. With their great selection and enough inventory, they won't be sold out when you get there. Guns Fishing and Other Stuff, right off I-80 in Vacaville at 197 Butcher Road. Or check them out online at GunsFishing.com. Make Guns Fishing and Other Stuff in Vacaville your store for all your bass fishing needs. Anytime your boat's running, you should always be wearing your life jacket. You never plan on going into the water. 34% of all drowning deaths are anglers who fall overboard. My name is Gary Dobbins. I'm a professional bass angler. In 2008, I came within a breath of drowning after being ejected from my boat. I was not wearing a life jacket. If it's your boat, it's your responsibility. A message from the California Department of Boating and Waterways. I was very lucky that day. Please wear your life jackets. Just like a boxer knows that standing still is a losing plan, the same can be said for fishing. you got to stick and move. On the water, nothing moves faster than Okuma Trio high-speed spinning reels. 6-2 to 1 gear moves faster, dissecting prime water with speed and efficiency. Crossover construction and dual-force drag hit with fluid power. Trio high-speed spinning reels make success simple. Cover more water and catch more fish. Catch them online at okumafishing.com. And now, back to Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. Hey, guys, coming up June 4th and 5th, the California Delta Resource Marina, the Yamamoto Big Bass Open. You can use and only use 
Yamamoto, or Kinami Bates. Uh, it's going to be a great event. There's, uh, I don't know how many we have to get for the $10,000 Big Fish prize, but uh, like a lot of the Big Fish uh, derbies in the past, there's going to be five Big Fish places paid each hour. First place will pay 500 all the way down to $125 for fifth place. It's, uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. For more information, a sign-up sheet, or anything that you need to uh, know about the event coming up to the California Delta June 4th and 5th, you can jump on anglerspress.com. And, uh, and get with it. You know, the, we talked to Ross England a little bit about Clear Lake. Well, one of the other places you might want to venture off uh, over the uh, long weekend next weekend or this weekend or any time coming up soon uh, is the California Delta. And uh, a guy that can line us up on uh, on what baits to be throwing, what you should be using from Yamamoto, as well as uh, where he should be uh, fishing at down on the California Delta. is uh, always uh, fun to catch up with him. Our old buddy, Yamamoto Pro Staff member, Andy Kachia. What's going on, Coochie? Good morning, Kent. You know, we're in that excited phase again here down on the Delta. Uh, which excited phase is that, Andy? Well, I'm not sure which. You know, the, either the Yamamoto Open coming up or, you know, we've got another wave of fish that just moved up the last couple days. And uh, it's pretty exciting watching 7, 8, 9, 10, 12 pounders cruising around in three foot of water. Yeah, they might eat a Cinco if they didn't see you first, too. You know yeah, what I mean? Definitely. And they'll also eat a Yamamoto drop shot cut tail worm. Is that one of the baits that guys should uh, probably have in their tackle box coming up the Yamamoto Open on the 4th and 5th? Well, absolutely. You know, that's the beauty of the Yamamoto bait line. They've got, you know, so many baits, uh, and not just the soft plastics, but in the soft plastic line alone, you know, we've got the uh, the flapping hog and the, the original crawdads, the new 4.5-inch flapping hog, uh, which make great punching baits for those guys that want to punch. They've got a, a, a list of... Uh, cut tail and, and small finesse worms for drop shotting. Plus, you know, with the advent of that in Senko and its effectiveness out here, anybody can win that grand prize on this tournament. Right. And a great opportunity to throw the swim Senko and some of the other baits as well. Yeah, swim and Senko. And, you know, we've got, they've got, um, you know, their, their buzz bait and spinner bait line is an excellent line of products, quality products that Gary's had for many years. I use them myself, and I think people would be surprised at the quality and the effectiveness of some of the hard baits. Well, you know, Gene Buholtz called me as I was driving back home uh, yesterday afternoon from fishing, and Buholtz said, man, I got 25 boxes in from Yamamoto. I'm going to be restocked. Just let everybody know I'm going to have all the hard baits, all the spinner baits, all the buzz baits, all the soft plastics, everything they need at the hook. So Gene's going to be... Uh, Completely stocked up for the Yamamoto Open coming up down there June 4th and 5th. All right. I have sat through several of your seminars, Kachi, and I've told you before it sounded like a math test that I would have flunked as a kid. <laughs> what the hell color should I be fishing? It's a 297. It's the only color I know in Yamamoto. 297. If you're out of 297, then I'm in trouble. Well, you know, that 297, you can go to any pond on this country and catch fish with a green pumpkin. Yeah. Um, you know, there, in that, there's a couple of things that I've been recommending to guys, and what we've been doing out here is, is we've been working, especially in the spring. You got bluegills and so forth up running around, that a lot, of, and, and the golden shiners. That 297 and 301, which are the, the green pumpkin, and then the green pumpkin candy with that brown and purple flake, right? And the 330, which is a green pumpkin with uh, some green and copper flake. Those three and the green pumpkin, typically you can get them to eat that any given day. If they're not eating the green pumpkin, then you got to kind of switch things up and you go to um, like the 208 or the, the, the 925, which are the watermelon red versions, the 925 is right. a laminate version. Uh, you can even go with the 222 Christmas tree, which is that solid watermelon uh, with the red and green flake. So you can get out there and it bites changes you know they're not eating that green pumpkin color you can go to the watermelon reds and typically pick them up if you get into some stained areas you can go with the 021 black and blue you can go with the 213 june bug um, there's a lot of different variations if i had a choice and i had to pick one color of all the baits that i would use it would be that 330 right that's that green pumpkin with the uh golden copper flake because it really matches the hatch of not only just the bluegills but our crawdads here. Good deal. All right. Well, uh, one quick question. How cool is it? And I know you, you being an old guy, how cool is it to uh, jump on FLW Outdoors to check the standings and see our old buddy Mike Reynolds in third place back there? Oh, that, you know, that that was just a phenomenal thing to see that. 
and uh, you know, local boy does good. You know, it's it's been a long time since we've heard Mike's name, and it's good to see that he's out there and uh, fishing well and doing us proud out here in the West. Absolutely, and uh, hopefully he can win that hundred grand this weekend because we'll see if his vertical jump got any better. Right, that, and and for me, you know, it's kind of funny because. You know, a couple of weeks ago when the FLW was here, I got a chance to go down and help uh, out with the uh, college kids. Right. And the team that won at Fresno State was actually in my boat, and I got to sit there, and as tough as that was, I got to sit there and watch those two guys pick apart this area and uh, just work it really hard and catch a winning sack. They only caught seven fish all day long, but, you know, they did what you needed to do on the river at that period of time, just get in an area and work it out. That was pretty exciting for well, me, too. It's a shame we have run out of time because after you uh, after you uh, told everybody that the college kids were you know in your boat when they won the tournament down there, I was going to jump in and and ask about the video that you shot with Gene Buholtz down there the other day. But uh, luckily, Andy, we're out of time and we don't have to talk about all the big fish you and Gene did, oh, yeah. didn't you know, catch. That was just one of those days you put the camera on and those fish go. What is it about the camera that uh, that suddenly maybe uh, it just doesn't work anymore? All right, buddy. You know what? Kevin Van Dam catches him with a cameraman in his boat. Yeah, but I'll... he goes out and fishes four days to get his footage. We only had four hours. All right. I'll talk to you soon, buddy. Thanks for checking in with us. All right, Ken. Have a great day, buddy. All right, guys. Andy Kachia and the Yamamoto Open coming June 4th and 5th. You guys have been on the hook. Every time your boat is parked outside at a motel or campground or even stored at your house, then you need the Triton Boat Alarm from Poseidon. The Triton Boat Alarm is armed by a key fob remote, and the flashing LED light lets you and the bad guys know your boat is protected. You can add sensors to all your compartment lids as well as a cable wrap sensor for your trolling motor, outboarding, trailer. Even if your boat is tied to a dock, you can alarm it. There's even an option that will call your cell phone whenever your alarm is triggered. Powered by your boat's 12-volt system, the Triton Boat Alarm costs less than one rod and reel. To protect your boat today, let the hook, line, and sinker install the Triton Boat Alarm. For more information, go to PoseidonAlarms.com. That's PoseidonAlarms.com. On May 28, 2003, a beautiful 11-year-old boy named Anthony was teak surfing, hanging from the swim platform of a moving boat. A boat's carbon monoxide emissions are 100 times deadlier than a car's and those fumes killed him in seconds. If it's your boat, it's your responsibility. A message from the California Department of Boating and Waterways. I'm not an actor. I'm Anthony's dad. I didn't understand the dangers of cheek surfing, but now you do. Hey guys, Danny Miller here from Miller Punching Weights. Are you sick and tired of cleaning weeds off that weight while punching? Want to pitch it in, get down through it all, and get it back clean? Then you need my weights. Fishing for fun or fishing for a living, more drops per hour means more fish. Get to the big ones. Under laydown toolies or deep in thick weeds easy with the Miller Punching Weights. Own the hottest new weight that real pros don't want you to know about. Check them out at MillerPunchingWeight.com. Thanks, guys. I'll see you on the water. I'm boater and angler Sepp Hendrickson of California Sportsman. And I'm Kent Brown, professional angler from Ultimate Bass. Most people know us as anglers first. But whenever you're on the water, in a boat, even if you're out there to catch that kokanee, you're a boater first, which means you've got to wear a life jacket. You don't need to wear one that's bulky or could make it tough to reel in a largemouth. You know, with today's life jackets, you barely know you're wearing one until it counts. So wear it, California. This message brought to you by the United States Coast Guard and the California Department of Boating and Waterways. Don't miss a single show. Ultimate Bass is now broadcasting live streaming audio at saps.com and ultimatebassradio.com. And all the shows are archived there and at westernbass.com as well. Now you can listen to new or past shows on the Internet or download them to your iPod or MP3 player for listening whenever and wherever you want. Listen to us live on the Internet anywhere in the world with our new high-definition digital sound. Ultimate Bass, Saturday mornings from 5 to 6. Now there's no reason to miss a single show. Hey, guys, it's a good weekend to get on the water. The boats are starting to show up. Uh, you're going to have to share the water with everybody. Make sure you've got your life jackets on. Make sure you guys are wearing it out there, and we will uh, probably see you at the swap meet at Gone Fishing Marine. Come on down next Saturday. I'm going to swap set. From spotted bass in lakes to largemouth in the Delta, Ultimate Bass will help you catch more fish. With tips and techniques from tournament pros around the world and top bass anglers from all over the West. Coming up next, two more hours of outdoor entertainment with Sepp Hendrickson and California Sportsman. 
Ultimate Bass is a production of Seps Pro Fishing Incorporated. Thanks for listening. When it comes to the newest and finest products in the fishing industry, look no further than Fisherman's Warehouse. All four convenient locations are well stocked with product and fully staffed with knowledgeable employees to help you make the right selection for every type of fishing anywhere in the world. With locations in Sacramento, Manteca, Fresno, and San Jose, Fisherman's Warehouse will solve all your angling needs. Thursday night at all locations is seminar night. Local experts, guides, and regional pros give seminars and present demonstrations, sharing tackle, techniques, locations, and tips to make experienced and novice anglers more knowledgeable and better prepared to hit the water. If you're looking for the latest from Shimano, Fisherman's Warehouse is your Shimano headquarters for Northern California. From Shimano's freshwater spinning and casting reels to deep-sea reels designed for saltwater, Fisherman's Warehouse and Shimano have it all, including Shimano's full line of rods for both fresh and saltwater applications. Serving anglers' needs for over 25 years, Fisherman's Warehouse has it all. And if it's new from Shimano, you'll see it first at Fisherman's Warehouse, Sacramento, Manteca, Fresno, and San Jose. And be sure to check out their online store at Fisherman'sWarehouse.com. Know the best thing on water? You! With friends and family, finding the perfect fishing hole courtesy of your Honda Outboard. With more four-stroke choices than anyone, plus legendary reliability and fuel economy, you know every trip will be a good one. Sporting the full line of Honda Outboards, plus an award-winning service department, your go-to Honda headquarters is Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon. See what they can do for you at gfmarine.com or right off I-80 in Dixon. Gone Fish and Marine and Honda Outboards. Never too far from your favorite fishing hole. Don't miss a single show. California Sportsman with Seth Hendrickson is now broadcasting live streaming audio at seps.com and ultimatebassradio.com. And all shows are archived there, too. So now you can listen to live or archived shows on the Internet or download them to your iPod or MP3 player for listening whenever and wherever you want. Listen to us live on the Internet anywhere in the world with our new high-definition digital sound. California Sportsman, Saturday mornings from 6 to 8. Now there's no reason to miss a single show. Oh.